everyone, welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. Okay, um, so life has been a little bit hectic and we forgot to record yesterday. No, this is totally <laughs> just, it took us time to edit. This is not being recorded on the day we were supposed so, to release. So it's going to be a day late, but um, yeah, so I'll probably, we'll make it short as well, I yeah. guess. But life has been hectic, as as one said. Um, one said? As as one of us said. <laughs> Lynn said? Uh, yeah, Lynn specifically. <laughs> um, and and so yeah, we wanted to we wanted to get together with our friends one last time before we don't see them for three years, um, as one does when you have a child. Um, and every time we get together with our we friends, we have a child during the pandemic. Still, I guess the pandemic's over, but like during the tail end of COVID, I feel like in other cases too, people just disappear off the face of the map, sure, map when they have a child. Maybe. Anyways, uh, whenever we have friends over, we generally play like board games or. Uh, group games like they're not all board related but like that kind of class of of fun activities uh and yeah we figured i like i figured what better episode than to ask what are your kind of favorite board games to play that are also board game adjacent card games uh-huh. phone games um well i never play much board games yeah it's always our friend who brings like yeah. a briefcase full of them and, um. and, like, we have a bunch of, like, all of our friends are nerds, and we they all like to play games, so we we don't buy games. We just, they just all bring We let games, them buy games. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then we just all collectively decide, oh, which one is new, and what should we try, right? Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, I, I know, we have a, a set of games that I really like, and it's, uh, it's called Exploding Kitten, mm-hmm. and, um... And it, it may sound horrible, but it's a really fun game. It's a card game. And mm-hmm. on each card, there's like a picture of a cat doing something silly, right? And mm-hmm. it's meant to be like very comical. So the it's never like just a cute little cat. It's always like a cat being mischievous, mm-hmm. doing something silly, right? And that's the drawing. And then on the card, there are rules or there are actions, actions. that you you follow through. And there are just some of them that are just pictures. Mm-hmm. And when when there's no, like, rules on... When there's no action on any of the, any of the cards, then that's when you can, like, group them together. Yeah, and then play you, them as a pair. You just play them. But if there's an action, then you kind of follow what's on the action, right? And so you usually start with... Um, I don't remember how many players there's you can do you can do like pretty much more than three yeah um, so so you sit in a circle pretty much and you you each get a set a number of cards in your hands like maybe five or something like that right mm-hmm. and then in the middle there's a deck of cards facing down and then you would each take turn drawing or playing any cards in your hands that you want to get rid of but you always en- end your turn by drawing a card and the idea of it is there's this these bomb cards called exploding kins. If you happen to draw one of these cards, you will explode and yeah. your end, your turn will end. But not your turn. You're you are you're, out of the yeah, game. Yeah, you will out you're out of the game. But um at the beginning of each game, uh each person is given a diffuse card. And this diffuse card is will save your life one time if you happen to draw an explode kitten card. 
And then once you diffuse that, then you can continue playing, right? But the idea is then like you can try to sabotage other people because when you diffuse an exploded kin card, you can then take that card and put it back into the deck that is in the center. And you, if you want to sabotage anyone, you can put it on top. You can you count can, the number of you cards. You can put it three cards under. Mm-hmm. You can put it anywhere in the deck. If and then you know, since you're all taking turns, the the person you're trying to sabotage might end up with that card. But then if they know you're trying to sabotage them, and they, they happen, might skip their turn, they happen to have a card that can skip their turn or reverse the order. Then it goes back to you. So it's like a very fun game. And of sabotaging each other. Of sabotaging each other. And the whole point is to stay alive until the very end. And be the last the last person standing. Yeah. So that that's a really fun game. And then there are like expansions on that game. There's a collection that is not safe for work. So a lot of the cards are a lot more funnier. A lot more, I guess, inappropriate, <laughs> you know. Um, and then there's also this... Uh, the cone of shame, right? Yeah. So some somewhere in the expansion collection, uh, the 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 order the what is it called? Like the the, the order can change. Yeah. On so a moment's it, notice, like you play a card like Uno, it's reversed. Yeah. And so now the, it's going the other way. Yeah. So the ordering of the who goes next gets reversed. So then, if any player who's not paying attention and happens to say whose turn is it, has to wear the cone of shame. And the cone of shame is literally like a dog cone. With a giant arrow that says it's going in this direction. <laughs> exactly. So I thought that's a very fun game. Mm-hmm. That's like one of my favorites, yeah. Yeah, it, it's definitely the, the easiest for anyone to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, the instructions are on the cards themselves, so yeah. you just need to know the premise of... Uh, pick a card at the end of your turn and hope it's not a, an exploding kin. It's basically Russian roulette, except a little less grotesque than pointing a gun at your head. I've never played Russian roulette, but no, no oh, live person. It's not has. a. It's not a. Uh, it's not a card game. It's not a card game. It's a it's gun. A real thing. And okay. in, inside of the gun, there's you have six bullets. There's six bullets, except you just put one bullet in there yes. and you roll it. Yeah. And then you click. Okay. And if you don't die. Ooh. Oh, that scared me. I just, there's a dead cricket that I just stepped on out of my office. <laughs> Thank you, Keaton and Sesame. They, they left it there. Oh, that scared me. <laughs> it's their version of a board game. <laughs> but yeah, Russian roulette, very violent. Uh, exploding okay. kittens, very comically violent and the best ways possible. That can involve the whole family. Yeah. So that's so. my, that's one of my favorites. Well, you share one of your favorites. Yeah, so mine is not a card game nor a board game, but it is a group activity, and it's one facilitated by the fact that everyone has cell phones now. Um, So everyone would go and download a game called Space Team. And Space Team connects to all the other, like, phones uh, in in the vicinity, uh, and it hooks everyone up as a part of a Space Team. So you're all basically piloting a spacecraft away from a back black hole. Uh, however, the black hole has like some sort of anomalies associated with it, and it's basically pulling apart your aircraft. But everyone's kind of in charge of a different station, uh, and some people have a gobbledygook counter, um, and uh, others might have a lever that sets things, uh, sets the thrust from zero to seven, uh, for instance. Um, but not everyone is getting the same instructions. So on mine, I had the googly gook counter, 
Um, but it's not telling me to set the goobly gook counter to anything it's, in particular. It, it's everyone's... telling me to send to tell someone else. Right. On everyone's phone, there's like a set of controls that they would have, and it's different from everyone else. Mm-hmm. And your your uh, role is to read out the instruction that it tells you, but the instruction might not might be like switch this lever to zero. But you don't have that but lever. But you don't have that lever. So everyone is just yelling out instructions, hoping that someone else in this group will have the Which the, they do. Someone else has the lever. Yeah. You don't know who it is because you're not going to remember after three times. And you're hoping times. that that person will will do that action. And so it, it becomes a crazy loud mess. Because of yelling. <laughs> everyone is just yelling out instructions. There's no coordination. Yeah. No teamwork. Everything goes out the window. Yeah. Um, and as you make more mistakes, slime starts oozing out of the controls uh, the panels start like swinging as if they got loose. Um, uh, all of a sudden there's an, there's an asteroid everyone has to shake. Um, and it's just wonderful chaos. Uh, the part that I like about this game the most is everyone is kind of working on the same team. It's not like you're working mm-hmm. against anyone else that's playing. Um, and this is kind of a class of games where, you are kind of working together towards a common goal. So you're not like being mean to your friends uh, yeah. like you are with X-Wing Kittens. So I really like these kinds of games. Um, and yeah, the secret is to figure out a, a, a set of techniques that are going to allow you to communicate effectively, which you're not going to be able to do it for very long. You're but not because... It's chaos. <laughs> the, your Your control is literally falling apart as, you know as ever as you're playing so you only have a set a certain set of time yeah set the flabbergaster to on it's like what's a flabbergaster that's a new word it doesn't matter <laughs> you know and and the funny thing is all of these aren't like oh switch the the blue knob to this or whatever it's like really bizarre made up words yeah that like makes no sense you know engage the gobbledygook counter yeah <laughs> it's like uh set the flabbergaster to on yeah reduce thrust to red it's like yeah, what? <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird thing, but whoever create, created this game was like genius because it's it. This game creates such chaos, mm-hmm. and the more people you have, the more chaos, chaos it is. You know, in the best way possible. Yeah, I like that game too. Yeah, and another game that's like along very similar lines, where you all kind of are working together, is Pandemic. Um, Pandemic is a game. Uh, which we as a group, we famously played right before the pandemic, like a week before. Yeah, so we and we played lost. it. We played it. No, I think we won. No, we, we won later. We got our oh, revenge. Oh, really? So, yeah. like, we lost. And then one week later, the shutdown happened. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, whoa, this is, like, such good timing, you know? And we didn't even know. We so, definitely caused it. It was crazy. You hear it here first. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the premise is... is quite simple um there are pandemics that are starting all around the world Mm -hmm. and if you as society that are all working together under different roles do your jobs well you can basically stomp out and eradicate these pandemics before they kind of take over uh unfortunately the game is hard and you really need to work together uh to to come out ahead and alive um as the pandemic 
the various there's four pandemics that are happening simultaneously yeah 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 around the world and there and each person has like a, a profession that they represent and you know you're trying to like oh help this doctor or or you have a person who like does logistics logistics or who only knows how to make medicine and nothing else or who's a chemist and so you kind of all have different roles and you work together to trying to like eradicate a certain region before it it expands to another region while at the same time trying to make like an anecdote for the that thing Mm -hmm. at the various research facilities that other people can build yeah uh and the cool part is every time you play there's a different set of roles that you get so it's not like you can use the same strategy twice right Mm -hmm. because there might not be a logistics person the next time you play yeah uh or there might not be the researcher you might not have a scientist that's gonna help you (laughs) figure out that anecdote yeah you might have a nut job in charge uh (laughs) and that's just the way things happen uh as it turns out they did um and yeah i would say now that the pandemic is a distant bad memory um go play it because it's 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 a lot of fun what's another one i guess um I guess we recently got another one, and it's by the same people that made Explode Kitten. Mm-hmm. It's poetry for Neanderthal, and pretty much it's like charades, Pictionary. Is that is that the 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 style of games? Yeah, where you have like a card, and you need the other person to guess to what guess. is on your card. Yeah, and you're not allowed to say what that thing is. But mm-hmm. the thing is, it's for Neanderthal, so you can only use one syllable words. Mm-hmm. So you can use, you can speak in sentences. You, you end up speak like this. Very, very simple. No, those are those won't work. Very simple, don't work. Yeah, These it has to be words. one syllable words. And then what you would do is you would, uh, you would divide the group into teams, and you will alternate your seating position. So you're sitting in between like two of your uh, opponents, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And there's a blow up uh, <laughs> cone of no club. Yeah, club of no. And and not and the of course the club is given to your uh, opponent team, and they get to see your card while you're trying to speak in one syllables to your teammates to try to get your teammate to guess what the word is or words. There's two two of them where it's one word or two words, mm-hmm. and then if you screwed up in any way in terms of like. You said a two syllable words or you accidentally say the word that is on the card, your 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 opponent team can use that club and smack you with it. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty simple, but it gets very funny because then speaking in one syllable words it's get becomes very limited. Mm-hmm. And and you and you're on a timer too. So yeah. Yeah, you, you fumble a lot. I wasn't playing, I was just watching and it was funny. So yeah, it's a very simple game, but I think it's funny. I mean, we don't drink, but I can imagine like if you are with a group of people who like to drink, get a little bit buzz, and then like play this type of game, imagine the chaos. I don't think it would get very far because you need to think that, very the, hard. That's the point; is mm-hmm. it won't get any far, any anywhere, and but, it'll be very chaotic. And I think. See, a lot of people, that's fun. I, I think a lot of the fun also comes from people doing it successfully. Yeah. Like, uh, I speak slow so I can read. Yeah. Like, it, it, once you get into that monotonous way of speaking, you end up sounding very silly. 
uh, as you build up to each of these cards. And I think that was most of the fun is getting someone who is very successful at that uh-huh. do such a good job. Uh, and then everyone's kind of trying to guess at that point yeah. uh, what the word is, not just their teammates. Yeah, another really fun one, which we got introduced to uh, this weekend, this past weekend, actually, um, was Scout, right? Is that what it was called? I think it was called Scout, yeah. Um, so there's like a premise to it, but it's basically a card game. The premise is you're trying to collect people for your circus or something. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it's a card game where you are given a hand of cards numbered 1 through 10. Uh, these cards are special, though, in that the top, the top of the cards have different numbers than the bottom of the card. So it's unlike a deck of cards where it's like six and then a six upside down. Uh, It's six on one side and then two on the other. Um, And you are able to choose, do you want to use the top hand or the bottom hand? You're not allowed to rearrange. You're not allowed to reshuffle. All you can do is hold the hand in one way or the other um, at the start. Uh, Then someone starts, they put a number down, and you, as the next person who plays need to either beat that card in terms of its number. So if it's a 2, you need to put a 3 or 4 or 7 or 10. Or you can beat it with more cards. So in this case, you can either play like a 1-1, like a pair of 1s, or a 1-2, or a 7-8, or a 9-9, etc. And then once that person plays, the next person has to beat that, either with a higher pair or a triplet of cards. And so on and so forth. And it gets harder and harder as people kind of accumulate larger and larger sequences or pair or like matching cards in their hand. And you do that because basically your starting hand has some pairs, has some sequences, but they're like interrupted by other cards. So as you remove those cards, you are able to kind of fix up your hand and make it better and better. Or if you can't beat the deck the hand that's in front of you you can steal from the edges uh and make your hand better for the next time um during this whole process you're giving points to other players when you take their cards or you're accumulating points when you beat them um but uh it it very rapidly gets to a point where everyone is getting better and better hands uh until the last moment when someone lays down seven cards that are in a sequence and like everyone is scrambling to find a way to to diffuse the situation yeah, and if you if let's say I put down seven cards that are in a sequence, right, mm-hmm. and no one else has seven cards that can beat that, um, and depending on how many people are playing at once, and I think there's a max, right, five. Yeah, I think there's a max. Yeah. Of five. So by the time it comes around back to me, and still no one has was able to defeat my hand that I put down. I win the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you don't win the game. You end the round, and that gives you a higher chance well, of accumulating. the game is accumulating. the round, and you start over. So. Yeah, but you accumulate more points because everyone like has would end up losing more points in the in the process. You were saying, actually, how this was kind of similar to a game you used to play, right? Yeah, well, since I wasn't really paying attention when they were explaining it, and I didn't really play it until the very end, I was like, what are they doing? I, as I was paying, watching what they were doing, I was like, this game is very similar to, like, there are certain parts of it that's very similar to uh, a game that I used to play. It's a card game. Uh, when I was little, and it's called, it's called Poison. And I just want to say, like, almost every Asian that I know knows how to play Poison. 
And it's pretty much, uh, I think you start off with like 7 or 13 cards or something like that, depending on how many people are playing. And then you open it up and of course you can get random cards, but you can pair your cards. So in this case, you can rearrange your cards in a way that you want. And uh, the way you play is you ha always have to outdo the next, the whatever the card is there, right? So you always start off with the, the smallest card. I think the smallest card... Uh, is a three of club. So you always start off with the smallest because you're always going to build up. So let's say I start off I by putting down one card or two cards. It's up to me how many cards I want to put down, but it has to be the same, right? As long as it has a three in there. And you want to keep your sequences for the later end. Mm -hmm. So you always want to start off with just a single one three, right? So you put a three. And the smallest three that you have, and it's often whoever has the smallest three goes first. So you put down a three of spade and the next person goes and if they they kind they just need to beat that card, right? So like I said, since it's so early in the game, it would be stupid to put down like three, four, five to beat that. Mm -hmm. So you just want to put down the next single card that you have or that you're trying to get rid of. That doesn't necessarily have to be a three. It could be like you have a random, I don't know, uh, king that you don't want to use or don't want to keep until the very end to see if you can build it up or whatever or because, you know, for whatever reason, then you get rid of that king. And then, of course, what beats the king is, depending on what king you put down too, right? So there's a suit ordering as well. So you have the spade, the, spade, the club, the diamond, and then the, the heart is the highest. So, and then what beats the king is the, the ace and then the two is the highest. So then you go in that order, and then if no one can beat that king, let's say, for instance, because people don't want to get rid of their cards just yet, mm -hmm. then the, you pass, and then it, it goes around, and then it gets to the next person. Or if you pass and no one can do it, then you continue. And then at that point, you can put down anything. You can put down, like, a double three or a double four, or you can do a sequence, like three, four, five. And the idea is to get rid of your cards as fast as possible, right? Mm -hmm. So you can, I mean, from the get-go, if you have like three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, you can put all of that down to empty your cards if you want. And so when we were playing, like when we were playing Scout, I, mm -hmm. um, there were certain aspects of it that was very similar to that game. That was it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So definitely go check out some of these games. I'm sure some at least sounded interesting. Um, and yeah, if you have any favorite games, let us know, I guess. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.